jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DeerHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DeerHoffman.com Thorn. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is our weekly opportunity to answer your questions, and indeed, uh, we will get to questions this hour. We have several questions in our email box, and let's tackle some of those questions. Okay, we've got an email from Niraj. Niraj is from India. He's 32. He says, I just finished reading your book on mitral valve prolapse. I'm impressed by your detailed assessment of the problem and assigning the solution in a way we can understand, feeling very much grateful that we have people like you who are concerned about this peculiar topic. Well, first of all, it's really gratifying to me that um, we have followers, listeners in all over the world and in India. Yeah. It really speaks to the outreach of this uh, medium. Um, and also, it, I'm gratified that he read my book, which actually I wrote a long time ago. I yeah. think I wrote it in the 90s. Yeah. And that book has legs. That book has been around. And of all my books, it seems to... It's a it's little very book. It's valuable. It, it has resonated yeah. with so many people. Yeah, true. Because mitral valve prolapse, which to define it, it's a uh, cardiovascular anomaly. But actually, it's sort of a variation on It's normal. like a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon where some people have uh, a... Uh, mitral valve, which is one of the valves of the heart, which is uh, misshapen in a way it kind of billows out. Mm-hmm. And But what's interesting about it is the, the insight in the book is that that is not just a mechanical issue in the heart, that it is actually a signature for often a wide variety of autonomic problems that people experience. Yeah. And so it, it is actually, I think what it does is it helps people kind of contextualize their very uncomfortable um experiences and sensations Mm -hmm. as physiologic and not a sign that they're going nuts. Yeah. And that it's part and parcel of their Mm -hmm. uh, bodily, we call it visceral hypersensitivity. Yes. Their visceral visceral awareness. They're more attuned. We startle easily and all that kind of stuff. I have mitral valve prolapse. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that also makes you, I think, more empathic. And, uh, That's sensitive. what's said. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was because I was a musician, but okay. No, no, it really yeah. creates... I mean, you are very attuned mm. to both internal and external cues. Yeah. And you, uh, your feelings are, are almost amplified. I think I have a lot of receptors yeah. for, for feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it could be... <laughs> you know that song, anyway. Feelings? Yes. You know song? Johnny Mathis? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, Niraj says, I was diagnosed around 2011 with grade 1... MVP. Okay, so first of all, grade one means no big whoop. 
I never it means, knew it came in grades. Well, I, I guess there's a classification system. I presume that it goes up to grade four. That's usually the case. Mm-hmm. So grade four is actually more of a concern because it's it's actually can cause problems with blood flow mm-hmm. and may have to be operated on. Okay. So get a new valve. Yeah, but grade one is like yeah. no big whoop. Yeah. But it can be associated yeah. with autonomic symptoms. Yeah. So Niraj's doctor prescribed metaprolol. A beta blocker. A beta blocker for anxiety. That's a, that's actually kind of appropriate because yeah, yeah, yeah. it puts people it, complain of anxiety. It puts with the kibosh on your sympathetic nervous system. It blunts a little bit. Sympathy. Yeah. People use it sometimes for speakers' anxiety. Yes. Yes. Right. Stage fright and stuff. I have had panic attacks in the past, though. In the last couple of years, I've made certain lifestyle changes and diet. It's greatly reduced the panic episodes, but I'm finding it hard to shut down the feelings of depression. Oh. I also read some new information about MVP on the internet recently, which is worrisome. He doesn't talk about what he found on the internet that's worrisome. I'd like to know your take on this, sir. It would be extremely helpful if you could share your valuable feedback. Okay. Well, so I don't know his particular circumstances, and I don't know, you know, often anxiety and depression are associated and sometimes they can be circumstantial they can be related to upbringing or trauma they can be related to current circumstances but they can also be related to you know any number of biochemical factors um you know nutrition nutrient deficiencies you know Mm -hmm. i would recommend things like you know and he's read the book so i would recommend as i did in the book uh, coenzyme q10 or ubiquinol and magnesium Magnesium. very important Um, magnesium will be life-altering for you so you know, yeah. I think what I would tend to do is uh, stop on that. Uh, gra- I mean, you had me at grade one. Grade one doesn't worry me. Yeah. I can reassure you that grade one isn't, you know, that yeah. the sensations you're experiencing, yeah. which is almost like... He's 32 you, years you old. ...seem like life-threatening sensations. Yeah, yeah. That they are merely the... Um, that they, they feel... If you feel like you're dying, but yeah. you're not dying. But you're not dying. Okay. Yeah. So... That's kind of the hard to convince you of that when you when you're in the thick of it. I know, right? But he doesn't. He says he's he's made the changes and he feels better. And you know, I think graded exercise and certainly yoga is helpful. Sure, Um, sure. You know, maybe less of a vegetarian diet, Niraj. If I'm, I'm presuming you may be more vegetarian. They still have yoga studios in India, or is that like passe? There's probably more. No, there's probably more yoga studios in Soho. Than there are in the entire country of India, Maybe. you know. But yoga is so valuable. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah. just kidding. I think it's part right. of the tradition, and they maintain it. Right. Um, so, uh, but you know, here's what I would say: is mm. and if he were sitting across from me, I'd say, you know, you're going to have these sensations possibly for your entire lifetime, mm-hmm. and it's a matter of you developing strategies to cope with that because it's in your makeup. It's yeah. in your, you know, your autonomic nervous system is a little bit of a. It's a little trippy. Bellwether. It, you know, yeah. it's it's easily tripped. Yeah. You know, and it's it's going to be influenced by, you know, blood sugar. It's going to be influenced by external events. It's going to be influenced by, you know, emotions. Yes. It's going to, and, it, you're, and this is part of your learning experience. He's a relatively young adult, and it's like there, there can be a lot of sure. progress towards uh, coping with that. You know, I think we're all endowed with um, primitive... Mm-hmm. impulses that have helped us to survive through the millions of years of human evolution yeah. that we have inherited from the animal world that may be maladaptive in modern life. True. And we have to, if we're going to successfully navigate this uh, 
challenging environment that we're in, uh, learn ways continually, learn, mm -hmm. grow, adapt, you yes. know, sometimes crash and burn and, you know, yeah. learn from it. And then get back up. Yeah. And that, you know, it's, and it, in people with that trait, it is, yeah. it is a learning and a, a process and an evolution process. That's true. I, mean, I think you've developed, uh, coping strategies for that, which yeah. were, maybe you were more prey to these sensations when you were an adolescent or yes. a teenager. Yes. When I was 17, 18, that's yeah. when it was discovered and so forth. And yeah. there was all this thing about candida in my life changed my life. Oh, wow. The candida died because I also think it, it restabilized my blood, blood sugar, sugar, which was tripping the MVP and the right. autonomic nervous right. system response. Right. All kinds of things I learned. Right. Amazing. And and that's why yeah. people like the book because it yeah. it gives them a locus of control mm. over what seems like uh, an out-of-control situation. Yeah. It gives them uh, practices and pragmatic yeah. Solutions. The book is still, I think, in print. Right, you can still get right. it. It's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. And I remember back in the day when I was in the 1980s, I was told I had it, and then the 1990s, I told I I was I didn't have it, and then <laughs> the 2000s, well, they said, oh, it's just mild. Well, you see, that means that's just a good mild. sign. It means it's subtle. Yeah. And it's almost undetectable. And by the way, yeah, it can improve. Really? Yeah, it can improve. With physical conditioning of various kinds, and okay. you know, perhaps there's dietary components, and maybe even yeah. you know, magnesium. There's some, but uh, it it won't go away. No, it's makes, a misshapen yeah. valve, and that's yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. It'll glug glug something. Right. So, all right. Good point of which to pause because we want to yes. allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. So here goes. Listen up. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Thanks very much for listening and we appreciate that you uh, take the time to listen to these uh, occasional interruptions and uh, support mm -hmm. our sponsors because they're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our questions. From our good friend Michael. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Just in case you didn't read the outstanding and detailed article in the January 19th issue of the New York Times regarding how Singulair, an old asthma drug, has been shown to create all kinds of mental maladies, including suicide, despair. The article describes how the FDA was lax in enforcing and adequately informing medical doctors about the dangerous side effects of the drug, which is still being prescribed yeah. and taken by well, here's the thing. millions. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, it, there's nothing new about these reports. 
And I think that Times article was kind of lurid, frankly, but that's journalism for you. It's okay. There's a negative bias in, in journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, There's nothing new about drugs that have been on the market for a long time turning out to have pretty bad side effects. Mm-hmm. You know, they only emerge after millions and millions of people take them because the studies on which their approval is based look at a few thousand people and generally pretty healthy people. Sure. You know, because there are a lot of exclusion criteria, like yeah. you can't be this, you can't be that, you can't be like, you know, elderly, you can't be very young, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, and then a bunch of people take it. Okay, so this is what's called post-marketing studies. Mm-hmm. And what they found, Sigulaire is kind of interesting as an allergy or asthma medication yes, because it blocks uh, certain leukotrienes, which are sort of pro-inflammatory mm-hmm. leukotrienes. And that's mm-hmm. a mechanism in, in allergic reactions. Yeah. Um, however, the, the uh, eicosanoid pathways in the body and the leukotriene pathways in the body are complex and many manifold. Mm-hmm. And so uh, <clears throat> suppressing one may adversely inadvertently affect another. And this is what's called a off-target effect hmm. or sometimes fancy word, a pleiotropic effect of a drug. It has a oh. multiplicity of effects in parts of the body where you didn't intend it to have an effect. Mm-hmm. Some of them are beneficial, some are adverse. And the brain is vulnerable to these effects. And for some people, they can develop depression and even suicidal ideation oh. while on these medications. Now, is the medication culpable for that? It may be to a greater or lesser extent. Some people may be vulnerable genetically or may be vulnerable psychologically. Yeah. Or, you know, we don't know. But, um, for example, we had a guy come in, I think he's coming back tomorrow, um, who was feeling really crappy and he had a lot of allergies. Yes. And he was on a lot of medications and he, one of them was Singular. And I said, you know, we're going to try some things, you know, diet change. You really need a diet change. You're going to do a bunch of things. And, uh, found out he had celiac, by the way, this guy. Yes. And so and he is we, so, coming back tomorrow. So I said, I said, um, uh, you know, you're going to feel better when you get off gluten for sure. Yeah. And maybe because you get off gluten, you won't need the singular anymore. Yeah. And I said, if you can try and get off that. And he just jumped off that. Uh, he jumped off a little sooner than I would have liked. But he didn't really notice that his asthma symptoms came roaring back. Hmm. And he's feeling better. Now, he yeah. may be feeling better because of the diet or maybe feeling better because of the other supplements. Or he, maybe, he really embraced the whole program. Yeah, but he, I mean, is it because he got off the singular? Because maybe it was weighing on him mentally. Because yeah. he, he really felt like he was certain like, oh, this is life. Yeah. My life yeah. is And he's a crap. young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... And he had, has brightened up considerably. So, mm-hmm. you know, is it about the singular? I don't know. But I also, I think, um, I think doctors are kind of upset at the times for like um, poisoning a well about a drug that might provide relief to some people. Yeah. You know, because it is like a small percentage of people who have these adverse effects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like a muckraking kind of journalistic style where they say, you know, oh, it was like... Yeah, they uh, can tend to do that, But guess what? You know, this is is rife within the pharmaceutical industry. It's like drugs get introduced. Yeah. They weren't adequately tested. They were sold, oversold Mm -hmm. on benefits and without... I mean, we just illustrated that with a vaccine rush to judgment, you know. Um, And I think that's why... 
people distrust the pharmaceutical industry. So like when this doctor, you know, I keep coming back to this, yeah. it's like, I can't understand why these people are so resistant. Like, you better have some more humility, doc, because you, you can't understand why people uh, don't listen to medical authorities and, Honestly. you know, to the health establishment. There's she must belong to the Society for Good Thinking. There is, I know, they're based in the UK. The Society for Good Thinking. <laughs> uh, Who came against King Charles for hiring a uh, homeopathic doctor. Oh, I see doctor what you're you saying. Yeah. Instead of... Their, their, for, their job is to eradicate misinformation. Yes. Yeah, right, right. No, I understand. Yeah. Woo, right out of 1984. And the I had her on my program. She wrote a pretty decent book, When Doctors Do Harm, you know, where she mm -hmm. actually kind of looks at instances where, you know, medical, you know, medicine goes awry. Mm. So she's okay. aware of that. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's um, too much, um, you know, go along to get along. True. True that. Oh, my goodness. So, Michael, thank you very, very much for that very thoughtful uh, article and link and everything. Speaking of uh, vaccine, Dr. Hoffman. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I'm a healthy 65-year-old woman. My husband is a healthy 68-year-old. We both exercise. We eat cleanly. We've been listening to you for over 20 years. What are your thoughts on the Shingrix vaccine? We're both a bit fearful of vaccines lately. Yeah. I, I often wonder if taking two boosters of the COVID-19 vaccine caused me to have or exacerbated a mild case of rheumatoid arthritis in my hands, just slightly painful yeah. and stiff mostly at night. It's hard. No swelling or It's redness. hard to say. I mean, I actually yeah. read some accounts of people who've had we had actually a patient, I think, whose uh, arthritis flared after yes. the vaccine because it is immune stimulant. Yeah. You know, so it, it's possible. It's the same immune system that. Yeah, it's possible. So, it, you know, if you have an right. over exuberant immune system, which is causing your joints to be attacked, and you stoke that immune system, it's possible that that could make things sure. worse. Um, but uh, that being said, the um, I, I think that I'm sort of like agnostic about the Shingrix vaccine. I think because a lot of people are pretty unhealthy and they're going to get bad shingles and mm -hmm. they're frail, uh, that they need the protection against shingles because shingles is awful and, you know, yeah. it's very painful and can be very debilitating. You can get post-herpetic neuralgia, which is... Which may be the worst part of it because that could last for years. It's so devastating and, yeah. you know, causes depression and can shorten a person's life. Uh, so... Uh, I would say, you know, if you want that added protection, you can get some added protection because it is pretty effective. Mm -hmm. Is it necessary? Um, yes, yeah. in some instances. You know, I'm kind of wishy-washy about it. But yeah. the evidence that I'm wishy-washy is that I haven't taken it, and I'm eligible for it. I'm over 65. Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. being recommended. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe I'm in a fool's paradise that I have this this uh, false aura of invulnerability. I know I'm not invulnerable, but I mm -hmm. consider myself pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah. you know, I I would rather not. Uh, you know, the other thing about the Shingrix vaccine is I know from people who've taken it that it knocks you out. It is. Oh. Uh, it can be kind of debilitating. Okay. Um, so. Um, I, okay. A lot of people have. Uh, I mean, it's just for you know, people will get the flu shot, and then I got the flu, and it really knocked me out, or something like that. Well, that you, could be you can you can feel under the weather from a flu shot, or you can. Yeah. Some people claim that they got it, and then 
fairly shortly thereafter they got the flu. Yeah. You know, it yeah. didn't cause the flu, but it didn't no. protect them. No, and then other people they absolutely swear by it. Yeah, and get it every year, like yeah. scheduled. So, I mean, yeah. I just want to, and I'm not doing this to to mm-hmm. um, you know appease the medical behemoth. You know, to to say, oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm selectively critical of the COVID effort, yeah. but I'm not anti-vaccine. I really am not. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's a shame that people are dissuaded from taking kind of reasonable things yeah. like the measles vaccine. Yeah. Uh, although, you know, I had the measles before the measles vaccine. Me too. Um, and I remember, you know, being covered with spots. And that's when, you know, yeah. you just say, oh, you got the measles, you know. Measles, like, chicken pox, mumps. Right. I remember them clearly. Measles, I well, don't. The problem I was too with little. chicken pox is that's what sets the stage for shingles. Yes. And we all had it probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that um, can create mm-hmm. the likelihood of that virus resurfacing. Okay. Lisa, thank you for that question. Best of health to you and your, your husband. All right. Oh, here's something interesting. This is from Dan. I am 91 and in pretty good health. No meds. I have had essential tremor for probably 20 years. Mother had it bad also for 20 years before passing at age 94. In the last five to six years when walking, I'm experiencing unsteadiness, imbalance, a strong tendency to wander, stagger, and in general, usually find it difficult to walk a nice straight line. Right. Question, can these symptoms be attributable to the essential tremor? And if so, what can be done, if anything, to address them? They can be related, but the essential tremor is usually just like localized. Um, But it it can also involve, um, I've seen it, Involve the hands, but also sometimes some head bobbing. And Catherine Hepburn comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. With the head bobbing. Right, right. With, when and interview, the, yeah, um, at the time. You know, we have a couple of patients with that, and yeah. um, it is that's a benign thing which doesn't evolve into a generalized neurological disease like Parkinson's. You know, tremor is associated with Parkinson's, but benign tremor yeah. isn't always, you know, going to, it's not necessarily a predecessor or a uh, harbinger of mm-hmm. Parkinson's. But and he's 91. Should see a neurologist, but guess, you know, unfortunately that is sort of the, the lot of folks 91 because the balance centers deteriorate and proprioception deteriorates and muscle trans, uh, nerve to muscle transmission deteriorates. Yeah. And, you know, so one has to um, prehab against that and work against that and do a lot of balance work because it just, you know, that's kind of like the electrical system of the yeah. body. It does not, um, it, it does not have uh, that think, much resiliency to aging. I think Dan would would benefit from Tai Chi. Definitely Tai Chi. Very balance oriented. I, you know, you could probably get a neurological workup, to, and the neuro- neurologist may just conclude that this is simply age related, yeah. or it may be a, a, a disorder. It okay. may be a disorder, but okay. it, I mean. Rather than ask me, he should see a neurologist. Yes. Yes. And, you know, he's 91 and on no meds, which is fantastic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, And a listener to Intelligent Medicine. Yes. Dan, best of luck to you. Intelligent Medicine has a healthy user effect. Right. If you listen, (laughs) all you have to do, you don't have to do anything. Just listen. Just listen. And you will have, like, better health. You'll have better health. It's called the healthy user effect. (laughs) So we can we can do a study yeah. of non-listeners to intelligent medicine yeah. and listeners to intelligent medicine. I guarantee you that in almost every category, yes. longevity, 
cardiovascular, cancer, any, any there's any going to be a healthy user. Of <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> we have an email from Nancy. Layla mentioned in a podcast that kidney stones could be controlled or we could not get them by probiotics. Is there a specific Wait one? Wait a minute. Hold on. You're, what kind of heresy are you putting oh out there? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Kidney man. stones going to... That I is look, so irresponsible yeah, yeah, yeah. of you, Layla, to I, say that. It really... Yes. Is there a specific one we should take? I listened to Dr. Davis' podcast when you interviewed him. Very interesting about all the different probiotics. Um, Nancy, what I said was kidney stones can happen from a lack of a beneficial bacteria called oxalobacter formagenes. Mm -hmm. Let's call it O-formagenes from now on. That can be propagated by getting some beneficial probiotics of the lactobacillus species, of the bifidobacteria species. All of these can help your microbiome repopulate with enough oxalobacter formagenes, which helps in the metabolism of oxalates in the diet so that you don't have the formation of kidney stones. That's basically the gist of what I talked about. I even wrote an article about that uh, in the newsletter, which I've rep reprised recently because of this particular question. But if you already have kidney stones, what you want to do is take some citrate, whether it's in the form of citric acid and some lemon juice, lemon water, or magnesium yes. citrate. Magnesium is good too. Mm -hmm. Magnesium citrate. For most kidney stones. Yeah. Yes, for most kidney stones, which are most of them, over 60% of them, are the calcium oxalate stones, much more common than the uric acid stones. So that's really what we're talking about. You need a well populated microbiome so that you have an, enough O formagenes to help you metabolize mm -hmm. the oxalates in your food. And I wish it was just a matter of you taking oxalobacter formigenes. Yeah. I think there are studies on that and they're trying to actually, yeah. uh, you know, maybe develop it into a product, but it, it to, to uh, encourage the development of a, of a helpful species, it's not necessarily the taking case that, that just species. taking it, the species, yeah. is that cr creating a healthy microbiome enables that species to, to grow. To propagate, And yes. maybe even taking other uh, uh, probiotics may create an environment where that prospers. Yeah. I think more research needs to be done on that. But I actually remember looking this up a few months ago, and you in India, you used to be able to buy oxalobacter. Wow. For, yeah, formigenes, which you can't, for regulatory reasons, get in the United States. However, I don't see it listed anymore, and maybe it's not on the market anymore. Um, but you know, I'm pretty sure that there are uh, biotech companies yeah. that are looking at this possibility because it, it could be developed into a patentable drug. Yeah. Is a, a probiotic that prevents kidney stones would be, but they would, would they would probably want to sell it as a FDA approved therapy, you know, mm -hmm. because they have two routes to go. One, they can go right to the health food stores, yeah. uh, you know, with less rigorous approval, or they can go through the you know phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four studies, you know, yeah. that cost a lot of money, and then you know pay to play with the FDA for approval, where they you know granted an FDA mm -hmm. uh, indication for it. Um, so yeah, but yeah. you didn't say that, did no, you? I didn't say that kidney stones could be prevented. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I mean, you know, 
But for people who are worried about it, you know, make sure you're eating a very varied diet full of probiotics, full of prebiotics, the foods that are also prebiotics and probiotics. You could take a probiotic supplement, but will that guarantee you will never have a kidney stone? No. You also want to make sure you're well hydrated. There is more incidence, more prevalence of kidney stones in the warmer weather. Mm -hmm. In the summertime, when people are dehydrated, mm -hmm. they're not drinking enough water. You need to also hydrate mm -hmm. properly. So there you go, Nancy. And thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. We have time for one more question. I think we're trying to squeeze in if you want. Okay. To drink or not to drink bone broth. This is from Aliza. Mm -hmm. Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, I know you're not big fans of Dr. Google, but what about Dr. YouTube? A friend of mine sent me a link to a short video below about bone broth. Is it good for gut health? Ask Dr. Gundry. Okay, and that's another. Yes. There's, there's, there's Dr. YouTube and Dr. Google and there's Dr. Gundry. Exactly. And Dr. Gundry's written a book called The Plant Paradox, which is kind of thought-provoking. And, but I thought that uh, there was a more nuanced discussion of it in uh, uh, Georgia, uh, what's her name? Who Georgia just, Eads. Georgia Eads' uh, yeah, new book, book uh, which, which I'm all over, by the way. Which I gave you. And, you which know, is I don't, fantastic. I don't give you all the books that I review because, like, you've got enough to, you know, cope with. But yeah. I said, this is one you really should yeah, take a look yeah, yeah. at. You enjoyed that book. Yeah. Uh, I'm still I interviewed in it. her. I wrote a review of her book. And mm -hmm. it's really interesting because she, in a more nuanced way, discusses some of the potential downsides of excess of uh, some of the compounds in plants. Right. So, anyway. Yeah, so, the anti But Gundry, and like here's. That. Gundry, I think, is very eccentric, and I, I recently read um, an interview with him where uh, he took the position that smoking really isn't harmful, that what causes these cancers in smokers is the diets of the people who smoke, and that in places where they smoke up a storm, you know, like in the mountains, I don't know, like in the mountains of Georgia, or, you know, not yeah. Georgia in the United States, but like the Caucasus in yes, Russia, where yes. you know all these guys are like they're ninety five and they're 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 smoke they're rolling their own tobacco yeah. and they're smoking it, that they're fine because they all that yogurt they ate all their lives. Yeah, it's the yogurt and probiotics, the lots of vegetables and a hearty lifestyle. And, yeah, and I can't take that position. It's, yeah, you know I think smoking it's still is, toxic is exposure. Gelatine, it's smoking burning plant material, and okay, and cadmium and and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So yeah. anyway, so he says. That there's a lot of uh, lead, lead and arsenic but the, in bone broth. It, I don't. I think that's less the case now because yeah. uh, the it used to be that animals grazed near highways where there were cars whizzing by using leaded gasoline. Mm -hmm. Leaded gasoline's been outlawed since the '60s. Yeah, and so and we saw lead levels go down in children. Yes, and during so the '70s and I 80s. think that's less of a problem in livestock. It used to be a popular supplement instead of uh, calcium was bone meal. Yeah. And bone meal was a culprit in terms of lead and so on. But, you know, guess what? I think some of the manufacturers, the more responsible manufacturers of collagen drinks and bone broth, yeah. uh, they actually uh, assay for toxics, mm -hmm. you know, for arsenic, lead, cadmium, what have you. Right. And I think that they meet the threshold of relatively long. Look, it's ubiquitous in the environment. It yeah. has been unleashed in the environment all over the globe. It's and there's going to be some residual levels. But, true. you know, is it, um, you know, I don't know. I think he's he's a guy who sort of thrives on this concept of, um, you know, uh, man bites dog, you know, mm -hmm. like the paradoxical thing, like the plants that you think are so healthy for you right. can be dangerous. 
and bone broth. You thought that was healthy for you? Well, you're deluding yourself because you're getting toxins. You know, it's like, yeah. and that's a, and he's all over the media, and he is a lot about clicks, right? True. You know, I see that a lot. But yeah, and so there's nothing that gets click, clicks more than a scare story. Sure. And you know, I was just, I was listening to that, and I said, you know, I really should uh, up my game on social media because. I don't post enough scare stories, you know, and like lurid headlines and, you know, like yellow journalism kind of stuff. And I, that's why I just am not soaring don't, to the top of the charts. Don't go there. I know. Don't go there. I, I know. <laughs> it's called integrity. Right. <laughs> but I want those clicks. But I want those clicks. Exactly. It's very oh gratifying. It's like, I want, you know. Oh, somewhere where the Society for Good Thinking may come and inquire. It's like a dopamine rush to get a lot of oh likes. Gosh. You know, it's like. I want that. Oh, okay. I want that. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Reminder to all of you, questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. And we welcome all of your questions and comments. We appreciate them. Don't forget to uh, shop via drhoffman.com. If you go to drhoffman.com, there's a, a place where you can click on. It's a shop and it takes you to a drop down menu. And uh, you can access uh, supplements via Fullscript, um, which is our online uh, dispensary. And um, if I can find it, I can find the uh, link. I always, uh, let's see. drhoffman.com slash the store, I believe it is. Yeah. it's yeah. And uh, go to the store. You could go to drhoffman.com and you can click on the store. It's a drop-down menu. I'm looking at it. Or it may be under shop as well. Because there's the area that says read, where you could read all the newsletter articles and other articles on the website. DearHoffmanStore.com 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 is the place to go. We talk about supplements and some of them are kind of hard to find. And you also want a safe and reliable place to obtain your supplements from. That's where I get my supplements. That's where you get your supplements. Yes. That's where our patients get their supplements. Yes. And you have access to it via mm-hmm. this podcast. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for supplements. Thanks for listening. Have yourselves a great week. Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. I'm Dr. Robert Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. 
I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.